Yeah, dear friends, uh, let us keep in our, in our hearts, in our prayers this evening, uh, the members of our communities, the brothers, uh, our brothers who are on retreat this weekend, today and tomorrow at the seminary in, in Huntington, that they may have um, a time of, of grace, a time when they can grow in their relationship with God. Uh, let us also uh, keep in our intentions uh, Deacon Bob Reed, who yeah, remains in the hospital. Pray for healing and strength. So last time I was, yeah, I had the opportunity to uh, preside at this uh, Stations of the Cross. I realized uh, I, I enjoyed this setting. I enjoyed preaching uh, in this setting. I have unusually a good vision, better than 2020. So usually, like during the day, uh, Sunday masses, when when I'm here and when I'm preaching, I'm able to see people yawning and rolling their eyes and you know dropping their head in, in agony like father when when are you going to land a plane when is this going to end <laughs> and it, it affects me you know i'm i'm a person too but yeah in this in this setting i i can't really see see your faces um, so i think that's a good thing not that anyone here of course not would do any of those things i described Never, never. So I went to my old parish today in Massapequa to officiate a wedding. And I thought at first when, I, when the couple told me the wedding date, I thought it was like odd that they chose today, right? April 1st, April Fool's to, to get married. And I've, you know, of course I had to um, say something about that. So I told a story to a husband and a wife. And a wife got so mad at her husband that she packed his bags and told him to get out. As he walked to the door, she yelled, I hope you suffer and die a long, slow, and painful death. He turned around and said, so you want me to stay? Well, I'm glad you found that funny. The bride, um, she wasn't happy with the joke. She came up to the ambo and Will Smith me. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just joking. Uh, but, but at first, but seriously, at first, I thought this joke wasn't going to be appropriate in church, uh, especially in the context of the celebration of this beautiful sacrament of holy matrimony. But the more I thought about it, I realized it is. It is a fitting joke. It's a way of reminding us what marriage should not be like, right? To not settle for a bland, empty marriage, but to strive to make it holy, happy, and life-giving. Also, there's an element of truth in the joke, and it's that authentic love requires freely choosing to suffer and sacrifice for the good of my spouse. 
freely choosing to suffer and sacrifice for the good of my spouse. I'd like for us to reflect tonight on the relationship between love and freedom. Authentic love requires freedom. Authentic love demands freedom. You know, the fact is that God doesn't require us. He doesn't force us to do anything. We don't have to do anything. And I think that's one reason how we know that God loves us. He gave us the gift of free will. He didn't have to, but he did. He even knew that we would use this gift and abuse it. We would use it to betray and offend him, to sin and turn against him, and to break his heart. But because God is love, he created us out of love and gave us the ability to freely choose to love and to serve him. This kind of freedom is grounded on the freest person to ever live, Jesus Christ. Authentic Christian love, it means charity, means selfless love, unselfish love. It's the gift of one's whole self to another person. It's the active willing or choosing to freely sacrifice and suffer for the beloved. And the example for us disciples, the example par excellence, it's Christ's crucifixion. It's the cross. Even though he is God, he freely chose to suffer and die for us out of love for us. Again, he didn't have to, but he did. So before I wrap up tonight, I want to give you a little like intro to the video that the movie clip that we're gonna watch because yeah maybe um, yeah many of you might not have seen it you might not know exactly what's going on so a little bit of context so the character that you're going to see he knew life would be tough and that the fight for freedom might well cost him his life but he was free and that allowed him to sacrifice everything he freely chose to make the ultimate sacrifice out of love for his wife, who was unjustly murdered, and for the love of his country, Scotland, that was being occupied and oppressed by the English. A life of freedom to love as Christ did is what the Lord desires for all of us. In Washington, D.C., in the Korean War Memorial, there's an etched marble wall, and it states, quite, it states quite frankly, freedom is not free. Our freedom from sin and death, it cost Christ his life. As St. Paul writes, for freedom, Christ set us free. So stand firm and do not submit again 
to the yoke of slavery.